Kevin Special K Daily, formerly a member of the world famous Harlem Globetrotters. Coming up next is the Exes on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I can't wait to see what they got to say this week. Look out! up the scene I said I like to stand in a crowd and watch the people wonder damn but think about it then you understand I'm just an addict addicted to music maybe it's a habit I gotta use it Michelle Simpson, and you're listening to With the Exes on Fishbowl Radio Network. To this week on With the Exes, I'm Sonny Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realists, and this is the safe place to start the hard conversations. And we are going to be having one tonight primarily because we are doing a Father's Day special. And it is Father May I? And since we have no expertise at all in that area, <laughs> this is going to be a real hard conversation. Yes. But it's going to be good because we have uh, a gentleman who is going to contribute to this conversation. The good part about it is, one, he's a father, husband of at least a decade, author, speaker. So I'm looking forward to introducing Derek Butts yes. later on in the show. But, oh, first of all, hello, Fishbowl, Facebook, I did not pull up the top 10 countries. I have to not give a shout out to, but to just say that my heart and prayers are with the people who still don't have electricity. Yeah. I was a victim. Uh, Girl, I didn't know what that felt like until that happened. I know. I've heard about it, and I've prayed for people in that situation. Right. We lost power yesterday, I think it was about 3, 30, 4 o'clock. Wow. And it came back up this morning. So... If I'm a little throwed off, that's why. Right, because I get it. I'm like, I'm old school, but I'm not right. that old. No, no. <laughs> I'm not that old school. My mom called this morning. She was like, my kids are not used to this. <laughs> right. Your kids grew up with electricity. No, right, right. 
<laughs> so to all of the people who are still in the struggle from the storm that took place on Sunday in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and anywhere else, I can right. relate at least a little bit now right. when those hurricanes are out there in the Dominican Republic and, right. and all those other places in Florida. You feel it a little differently I, Yeah, now. I feel it a little bit mm -hmm. differently. How, what they say? It's called experience. Yeah, life hit a little bit hard when right. it involves when it's you. Right, your yeah. Yes. So, yes. I, I, my heart just goes out to those people because they are still working to restore some areas. What about people who don't have it at all, ever? Girl, that's why I won't go on a mission trip. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm -mm. Nope. The Lord hasn't called me to do that. Nope, he hasn't. And we're going to leave that right there. Yeah, we're going to okay. leave that. We're going to park that. <laughs> right park there. it right there. Yes. So, again, I'm Stony Rose, my co-host. Lakenya Moore. And if you want to find out more about us and this show, you can go to withtheexes.com. Now, takeaways from last week. You see, I don't have no papers, nothing, y'all. I'm telling you, the electricity threw me off. I, I think that's good. <laughs> really? Uh, yes. Okay. Hmm. We always have our best shows when you when we're unscripted. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're gonna so we're gonna have a that. real good one tonight. I may not have OCD <laughs> by the end of this year, y'all. Uh, no. <laughs> no. You're gonna you're you're gonna be cured. I'm gonna be brand. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I like it and I appreciate it. So, what were your takeaways? And that will probably trigger my takeaways. Okay. So. One of my takeaways was what is informing you? What is informing yes. your relationship? Mm -hmm. So what outside sources or even inside sources yes. are informing your relationship? That spoke volumes to me. Yes. Even, it, it don't even have to be a, a husband-wife relationship. True. It could just be a relationship in general. What's informing that relationship? That was good. And I learned to never, ever give anybody a Kleenex ever again in I my life. I forgot about that one. So your number one takeaway was my takeaway as yes. well. But I completely forgot about that Kleenex one. Yes. So I'm not going to offer that. anybody else. Mm -mm. But then don't you think people are going to look at us crazy when they start crying and we just standing there letting them cry and watching them? Well, we can put the tissue down. We just can't hand it to them. Just you make know. it available. Just make it available. If you want to use it. You can. Okay. So y'all know now, if you're around us and you're crying, we're going to let you cry. And we don't give you no tissue. We're not being hardcore. We're just going to say, go on and get it yeah. out. Just go on and yeah. get it all out. Yeah. And you don't need no tissue. I just, told my Sometimes just let it not just, you know. Let it go. There's a, a line in the book, and I'm going to talk about that a little later too, mm -hmm. um, where one of my characters says, cry good, cry hard, and then don't cry about it again. Oh, I like that. See, didn't even know that was relevant to the tissue story. Cry good, cry hard. And then don't cry no more. And don't cry no more. Mm-hmm. Baby, I like that. <laughs> well, courtesy of Stoney. Yeah. yeah. See, I love Stoney. I Baby, I love that, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about affirming me. I but okay, love that we girl. We're going to work with what we got. Yes. Okay, so what's popping? <sighs> I'll choose. The, the animal print. Okay, well, give him, him is some pink to go with. Swear mm -hmm. anything. I'm sorry, y'all. I moved from in front of the microphone. So honestly, this one was quite interesting because mm -hmm. what's popping? Champagne and shades is brought to you by Stony's Gems. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Paparazzi, paparazzi accessories. Yeah. Stony'sGems.com. I can sponsor myself. That's Absolutely. how hot this is. I can sponsor 
myself. I love it. So anyways, I overheard a conversation taking place that the producer was part of. He don't know this is my, what's oh, popping. Oh my Lord. <laughs> Are we gonna be able to have a show next week? <laughs> You might Before have you all our mics hold on, turned you, off. Think about this, Tony. Well, hold on. Yes. Okay. All this right. is actually going to be a really great discussion okay. because him and the person were talking about sponsors. And so it was on the phone, so it was one-sided. So I could kind of gauge where the conversation was mm. going. And I'm guessing the question was asked about church sponsorships. Oh. And the producer responded, no, mm-mm, no. That's not gonna happen. Now you know I got a stone arise. This yes, got a stone arise. Do girl. So basically, the answer was no. Paparazzi. So then the other question was, well, why not? And I can't hear this, but right. I know based on right. his responses what's right. going on. And he says, well, I I don't think they're gonna support what they're doing because their show's platform is take care of yourself first, mm. then work on your relationship. And the church's stance is take care of your marriage. Ooh. And then let's just see what happens. Ooh. He didn't say that part. I said right. that part. But that's basically <laughs> it because right. I told you my experiences. Right. And that's kind of how this whole thing has that's come about. Right. And I do appreciate those affirmations. I appreciate Absolutely. your affirmations too. But when people affirm and say, yes, I had the same experience. Absolutely. Yes, I'm dying in my marriage and nobody right. is passing me nothing. Kleenex, right. paper towel, right. nothing. They're just offering me prayer and a scripture. And I need and so me much die. more. Yes. And so, first of all, from somebody who says, I don't be paying attention to y'all. I thought that was profound because he really did some I show up. That's right. what our show is. Right. Marriage and mental health. Right. And so your focus should primarily be on your mental well-being. Absolutely. And then you deal with Absolutely. the pulse of your relationship. Because guess what? If you fight to save this relationship and you die right. in the process. Still no relationship. What have you accomplished? But if you fight to save you. And then. And then get strength enough to fight for hello? your marriage. Talk about the testimony. It's got to be in order. So that's what is popping. Right. And I appreciate that because that's what's going to be popping from one week to the next. Absolutely. Put your, your mask on yourself first. I mean, it, everyone tells you to do that except for the church. Except for the church. Right. We're going to treat the symptoms of what's going on and not treat what's going on. Now, disclaimer. We always have to have I, Yes, because <laughs> I had an experience at my church Sunday. I read about it. On where I can't say that all preachers or all churches are like that as of today. And I appreciate that because I read that whole post. It was great. You keep going, girl. Okay. <laughs> but my, my preacher, I was just having a day, a moment. It, it was just a rough day yesterday. And so I was trying to hide the tears because I'm used to being the hard one, you know, mm -hmm. the G. I just couldn't hide it yesterday. I couldn't fake it. I couldn't do anything. So I just cried. And he was preaching her hard. Hard. In the middle of the sermon. Going hard. In the middle. And stopped and said, I cannot. He said, I'm sick of religion. Ugh. Man, if I could have been there for that. He said, I'm sick of religion. And I'm not going to be able to keep preaching over her pain. I love it. And he said, look, girl, come here. 
Uh, and I had my head down because, you know, if I pretend he yeah. don't see you, then you But you know, you always got the members to say, he talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> baby, uh, baby. Yeah, he girl, talking he, he talking to you. And so I went up there because I was just, I was shame. I was embarrassed about the pain and not being able to hold it. And I was just shame. And he called me up there and dealt with where I was. I love it. In the middle of the worship service. And did not preach a lick. Because you needed to be ministered to in that moment. The sermon didn't need to go forward. And so he decided in that moment, I'm going to be what I preach about. Oh, girl. And he decided in that moment, he made a choice that am I going to care about the soul or the message? Can we have him in here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we invite him he to the show? He and his wife have a ministry all on their own. Like it is to hear their story. It would it would bless you up under this table, and that's no lie. It's not like a normal uh, relationship where we've done everything right. It's a real one where we made mistakes and we're rebels. still learning. Yeah. We're still learning. Mm-hmm. We have and they're arrived. real about it in, yes. in front of the world. And that's what I think is happening in the season that we are in. Absolutely. I, I really do believe God is ushering us into a season where we either are who we say we are right. or we get somewhere and sat down. Sat down. And as of today, he can stand tall. He can stand. <laughs> yes. Brother. I don't know how many people will be standing with you. We will. You can stand. We yes. will stand with We're gonna you. We're going to stand with yes, you. We will. You are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. So interesting. I don't think you guys really realize how unique y'all are. Because I'm thinking, like, as I'm listening to y'all, I'm thinking about my mom being in the room with my dad's wife. Oh. That would never happen. Get caught up with the latest with the exes. Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network. I do like a comic book, I rip them up to shreds Boy, I'ma handle ya, get you and your manager Get you and your mouth when you reach out to say what's happening, bruh Look, they don't play around when you standing up Looking mean, shawty, you was not fooling me Who the you supposed to be with them shades on? I know you's a fake, homie
in that ninjutsu I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinia Moore. I don't know what I missed out on because I'm in the middle of, of uh, the trying to. The producer is bothering me. I knew something took place between the two of them. <laughs> I was trying to connect with our our guest, but I wanted to talk a little bit about what happened Sunday. I was telling Lakinia over the break that I have witnessed that happen in reverse, where not where the minister stopped the church service to tend to somebody but wow. where the pastor was preaching and somebody was sobbing on their way down the aisle like they were coming for their deliverance wow. in the middle of the message and he pointed to the ushers and said see what that's about and kept the sermon going that's all I wanted to say I won't say what church or what pastor I just felt it was necessary to point out that all people we can do better so I should be grateful for yeah. what I got girl <laughs> You got a miracle and a blessing. Yes, I do. And a breakthrough. Mm. She got ushered in the corner with the ushers to another I'm room. Sorry. Okay. So, Father, may I? Okay. That's what we're going to be talking about this yes. week. And so, it's going to be one of those conversations where the male perspective is given, and we get to just sit back and listen to the knowledge and the wisdom that comes across. Um, the platform okay and I felt it was necessary not just because we have young men in our lives right but also because we have old people in our lives as that well. young. we did point out last week that there's some 60 year olds who were still doing six-year-old stuff mm -hmm. so this might just be a noteworthy conversation so it's one of those things that you wish somebody had told you on your milestones right what are some things that you now know as a result of your own personal life experiences and mm -hmm. if there are any guys who are open to calling in we we asked y'all to call us from week to week right. but people are listening and processing so right i guess we're doing something right but the number is 214-717-4678 and so that's where that backstory comes from just Trying to always be a resource. Right. Trying to make sure that the right people are in the right relationships right. or you're right in the relationship that you're in. Right. And I'm not going to just like throw the men under the bus on that topic because there are some women who are in role reversal. True. Who got married for the wrong reasons. You True. Know, we could say there are men who got married for a meal and some sex. Right. But we could say that there are some women who got married for a house mm -hmm. and a ring. And some kids. Yeah, and some kids that get on your nerves now. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> you wish you could send Absolutely. them back. Absolutely. With him. Absolutely. With him. <laughs> so those are the okay, things. I didn't, know, I didn't know we were talking about. <laughs> okay. Pack, just pack everybody. Okay, got Why you. not? Okay. 
So it's going to be one of those conversations where we get to really just listen in. Mm. What are some things that you, I can't say wish somebody had told you, but wish that maybe someone that you knew or know had gotten earlier than they got it? Well, first of all, when you first even um, talked about the backstory, mm -hmm. the first thing that hit my mind was when I was a child, I spake as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. That's good. That's Bible. Mm -hmm. So at some point, we've all, well, we all need to grow up. We can't keep doing. We expect Andrew to um, be learning how to potty. Right, to progress. Right. But we don't expect Devin to still be using a diaper. No. Unless something wrong with him. You understand right. what I'm saying? Exactly. So at some point you've you've got to progress. I mean, you look foolish doing the childish things as an adult. So at some point you've got to move into another I stage. understand completely what you're saying. But we always have to think about the people you're running with. Right. Because if everybody's doing what you're doing, you don't know that you look foolish. That's true. Because all y'all doing the same stupid stuff together. That's true. But let me ask you this. If it's somebody we know and we feel like they're doing something foolish, is it our job to say something? or? I guess it would depend on the relationship. Like absolutely, if it was Derek, mm -hmm. I don't. I wouldn't say it's my quote unquote job. Yeah. But it's my responsibility, definitely, yes. to say something. If it was Devin or Noah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I would like to say nieces and nephews, but not in the generation that we live in. Right. Some folks don't want you to tell their children nothing. That's true. Even the grandparents, they feel like they don't have a right to say nothing. I've wow. seen that. Like. Your mama can't tell your kids nothing. I mean, there's a way to say everything. Right, you know, right, Our right. kids don't need what we got. We didn't need what we got. That's why we throw it off now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, it has to be a healthy balance. Yeah. Well, I guess in my family, I, I guess maybe we're doing pretty good in that area because okay. um, whether I like it or not, I'm it not going to say anything to someone who disciplines my child. In love and in right attitude, yeah, absolutely. Well, or, or even if, you know, unless they are actually just harming them, right? I'm not going to say anything. Now I might pull my kids to the side later and say, look. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not going to disrespect an adult. We don't do that. Right. At all in our family. Now, even I if. I love that. Yeah. Or, or even if we disagree, I'll pull you to the side, but the kids will never know it. Well, I've heard some I got this over here. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Make your next point. I don't have one. Oh. <laughs> Should have told me to make my next point before oh. you make that point. I'm just saying. We're helping people. Right. So. Well, in, in our family, we just feel like, don't call me to say I need you to split this cap and gown five ways. And then, and then I don't say have a right to say anything so to your kids. So we don't, we, you can't do it both Boundaries. ways. Yeah. So That's you have to kind of decide. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if, if we're going to accept help in one area, then we're going to accept help in all areas. I love that. And that's yeah. how I think. Yeah. And that's probably why I don't get called a whole lot. And that might be good. That is very good because mm -hmm. I'm protecting my sanity and my space. Yeah. 
And sometimes we don't have good sanity in space. Because sometimes we're trying to help everybody. Yeah. And then we start to lack ourselves because we do. So, true story happened today. I received a phone call at work. It was partially work-related and then it was, okay, so now that we've talked about that, actually it was in reverse. Okay, what's this I see going on on Facebook? You've got the show. I see this yeah. other stuff about the hashtag lemonade launch. And I was like, oh, I thought I told you. I have a show, talk show with the exes, myself, Derek, his ex-wife. So, you know, that was a whole conversation oh, by itself. yes. And then the book, I have a novel. This is like my third book, my first novel. So, we're talking about that. So, y'all, y'all still good. Y'all doing good. Y'all still together. I said... I mean, okay, yeah, together, <laughs> but like, but this is somebody that I know, but your face is funny. Okay, sorry. So it was like, why don't you just say you're doing good? I said, because lying is bondage. Like, wow. if my head hurt, I would tell you that my head hurt. Right. If my foot hurt, I would tell you that my foot hurt. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm in a season where my marriage don't feel good, you want me to say that I feel good to satisfy you? That's the church now. That's the church. Mm. That's, that one person represented the church. Yeah. I, last time I talked to you, you were talking about being free. I said, I am. I'm free. I am free. That's why I'm not going to give you the answer that you yeah. want to hear. Because to I am free. Wow. You don't get to pull me into your expectation of unhealthiness wow. and rob me of my peace and my joy right. where I am. Now, did they ever say, okay, well, what, what would make it better? Did uh -uh. they ever try uh -uh. to get into, uh -uh. like, the helping part? No, that's when it was, okay, well, this is what I really called you about. Mm-hmm. So, y'all told you I can't make this stuff up. And this is why I love people. And I want everybody to experience the fullness and the joy that the Lord died for them to have. So you don't get to suck life out of me just because you've chosen to swallow some hot air. Wow. Now, make your next point. <laughs> wow. Okay, so your question was, what, have I, what do I wish someone had told me? Right? No, what do you wish someone had told someone that you know, like a guy? Like if you could think okay. of somebody in your past, if only they had known this. If only they had known how to really love. Oh, man. How to really love. Like how to lay it all down. How to sacrifice of yourself too. And not just watch other people sacrifice. So had That's they just good. known. But you can't know what you haven't been taught. And that's what we had to mm -hmm. reach that understanding of. Yeah. Because you, you can tell by what a family does. You can kind of tell how they operate. If you pay enough attention, yes. Yeah. Or if you, you don't even have to pay attention. If you stay long enough, you just know. Oh. <laughs> it just creep up it on you. It just creep up on okay. you. Okay. So, I think if more men are taught to love genuinely. Okay. No strings attached. 
I'm just going to lay it out there. I'm not asking you for anything. But I'm just going to love you. I love that. Because mm -hmm. it's honest and sincere. Yes. For me, I think I would go with, I wish they had known who they were earlier. Mm. Like, don't be trying to figure it out with me. Because mm. I'm trying to figure out who I am. Mm. So, I can't help you figure out who you are. Yeah. But if you don't have anybody speaking life to affirm who you are, mm. if you don't have a relationship with your dad or a coach or a neighbor, somebody right. who's telling you more than you are your last name. Like, I've heard that so many times. You are a Michaels or you are an Adams or you are a Brown. I've That's irrelevant. That. That I've is never irrelevant. Heard that in my life. Well, it's kind of like we carry ourselves to this step. Like you are a Trump. That means something. Wow. But to me, it does not. And to me, I wouldn't even want to be associated. So I because guess it what's just so depends. special about yeah. the Brown or yeah. the Adams or the Andrews or or whoever? It doesn't even matter. It's irrelevant. The zebra. What's what's relevant about right. being part of the zebra clan? Right. If the zebra clan isn't doing something worthwhile with their lives right or themselves right because i would want to be attached to someone making a difference right we would yeah well and i guess that could be another thing maybe instead of me like maybe i can get in front of it so maybe i can have conversations with Devin about you know and we do have these conversations, but maybe thinking about it tonight, maybe they should be more in-depth or more um, futuristic. Yes. Um, maybe it could be something to the nature of a woman loves this. Simple things. Simple things. Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe some hardcore conversations too you know we do have those conversations but listening to this I think what makes it work in my house is um, he's observant that is helpful so if he see me crying he's going to think in his head I'm not going to do that because I don't want to ever make anybody feel like okay, that. See, that's just smart. That just yeah. makes sense. So, I mean, and that brings up conversations. Or, you know, if if I'm smiling, mm -hmm. you know what? I love that. Yeah, so I need, I need to, to do, do more that. of that. That makes sense. So then as mothers, we have uh, an obvious role and responsibility right. Right. to train them up in the way that they should go, whatever right. that looks like. Uh pouring into them as far as their identity goes. Yeah. We share a responsibility even though the producer was shaking his head. No. I feel like <laughs> I share I a responsibility <laughs> in making sure that Noah knows who he is right. on some level. You are more than that one half of yourself. Absolutely. So this is my history. Right. And I've even said, okay, this is my history. Don't repeat that. Oh, I say that all the time. But he's too young. That don't like he don't get that right now. But yeah, that's my kids get those it. are definitely conversations. Yeah, 
don't do that. And it, it's more along the lines of this is the expectation when you date. Mm. Like you just said. Yeah. You don't do something to somebody that's going to leave them worse off than when you met them. I have a responsibility Absolutely. to tell my son that when you start dating, if you're not for real, keep walking. Absolutely. And I love that. Always make sure make sure someone's better for after knowing you. Yes. Always make sure someone's better. Yeah. If they're worse after knowing you, there's a problem. There is a big problem. And you need to fix that. Yeah. Because if one person's worse after knowing you, then there might be others out there. Yeah, too. that's a pattern. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's handy to have a balance of 10 men that are standing behind right. one man right. affirming those good things. All it takes is one good, strong woman. And I'm going to be honest. Um, one day, Alexis was walking to the car and she had a. Um, she had drew in a car seat, mm -hmm. right? And she was walking to the car, and one of the men at the church stopped her and said, "Do you want Dad to get on to get me?" She was like, "What? What are you talking about?" And so he said, "You're walking to the car by yourself, and you need help with this baby. It's my yeah. responsibility to make sure you get to the car." Observant. Observant. Now, what I meant by one woman to stand beside him, that wasn't to replace the 10 men. I got a look from the producer. Like, the women understood that comment. I, I know every woman out there is like, yes, Stony. Yes, it just takes one strong woman. And then all the fellas are like, what she just said? The producer's on fire tonight. I love it. Women. <laughs> Give him <me> life. <laughs> You can type your comments yes, on Facebook. Yes, and me too, please. I would love to hear it. After the break, <laughs> yes. Derek Butts will be calling in. You are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. Never hear a reply for it 
Any award show or party I get fly for it. I know that it's coming, I just hope that I'm alive for it. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realist. And this is the safe place to start the hard conversations. Yeah. Joining us for Father May I is Derek Butts. Coach Derek Butts. Are you on? Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing? Hey. We are well and excited to have you on. Thank you for joining us this evening. Well, thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored to be able to be talking with two greats. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, a little backstory. Uh, it's actually a really, really small world. I was in Derek's sister's wedding about two summers ago. No. Not knowing. Well, she and I worked together. But not knowing that he and I or have kindred spirits in alignment with our purpose and our destiny like who wow. knew that we would have the relationship that we have now Derek right. is a husband a father he is a, a transformational inspirational speaker he is a certified Maxwell uh, John Maxwell certified life coach I have to say Love that because you're not like just a life coach no you got a stamp especially from John, John Maxwell baby. Yeah. <laughs> And he is an <laughs> author. I'm editing his book. And so I know a little bit of his story and thought he would be great for this show. Absolutely. So I'm not going to tell the story because it's your story. And I get in trouble when I tell people stories because they tell me that I tell too much. <laughs> so, Derek, we're just, to start things off for Father May I, we just want to talk about some of those things you in different seasons of your life had to learn the hard way and what difference would it have made if you would have had someone well I know that you and your dad have a really good relationship so we're speaking to the people who don't necessarily have your story I guess I should share that too right yeah you had a role model but like everybody you also have trials and situations that you go through so right talk to us about what navigating through your life was through those seasons where your dad was right there with you and then those seasons where you felt like maybe my dad don't really need to know all of this so I have to figure this out on my own <laughs> well, well I think you know I think that's the first thing I will I'll say in starting off and that is yes I did have a dad that was always present in the home my dad did have such a great work ethic role model from a standpoint of providing for the family and one of the things that I know as of late 
that I had a internal anger towards my dad because of the fact that sometimes we want certain people to do and be certain things. And for me, even though he physically was there, I felt at times he was absent because his voice was silent. He was not the loud, he was not the vocal person, though he was there. So one of the things that I will say is that you can be physically present and still absent. And even as a boisterous young man, sometimes you can drown out the voice that is actually there. So I want to say that, though, on the the front side, right? uh, I do believe there was times in my life where I was looking for a male voice, and it ultimately came in the form of my mother. And I was looking for my father to stand up, speak up, and say things to me because he, being a man, may have been able to shed light to me that was totally different. So you can be around it and still not have it. I'll say that, right? Uh, So in the course of it, though, for me, yeah, my story is crazy. Uh, I've been on the top and I've been on the bottom. Didn't know if I was ever going to bounce back. And as you said, you're reading the book, so I I can go anywhere you want to with this. So I kind of, you got to kind of share with me how much I'm allowed to share. Well, and, uh, but I'm I'm an open book, so you can share. Just walk us through. There are points because we're going to talk about the book on the back end. I I don't think that you have a, a date yet, but we can definitely prepare people for it. It's a wonderful read. I'm enjoying it. You talk about your role as. Um, your call to the ministry. I forgot that part too. He's also a minister. You, there's a part in the book where you talk about being in the church and being inspired and knowing that you could be a preacher and this is what you were supposed to do and you just took off. And so you are a mover and a shaker naturally. But there's a season that you went through when you lost the job at the church and you talk right, right. about how that affected your marriage and so this is a show where we deal with marriage and mental health constantly from one week to the next and you said something profound you can be present and still not be there right and that relates to fathers but it also relates to spouses Mm -hmm. so talk about that season where you were at home you were a husband but you kind of were not really there yeah, so, you know, I'm holding my cell phone and talking to you guys right now from a restaurant, but I'm on my phone, and, you know, prior to getting on to the call, I wanted to ensure that my phone wouldn't drop off, and so I made sure that it was connected to a charger before leaving outside to get to this restaurant. So what happened to me was I tried to exist without consistently connecting to the charger. Sometimes we can function from a charismatic standpoint, yet not from a place of character. Wow. And during that season of my life, I walked in from charisma, was able to move around, shake around, do some things, both in the church as well as outside the church, but then did not continue to put my my phone on the charger. Then as of late, though, with these iPhones, I notice a new thing. And that is, you can put an iPhone on a charger, but if it's not a compatible charger, it has to be open before it can actually receive the charging, right? Right. And so, so I realize now 
that I could be connected and still not receive the juice because I wasn't open to the lesson. I wasn't open to the things that people were trying to share with me. So it's just a newfound lesson I just realized, right? And that's how so many people have lived and they exist. They're around the right word. They're around the right stuff, but they're not open to the message. So they are hearing truth, yet the truth is not set free. So that's where I found myself at, right? So I found myself there. I had a newborn baby, Soraya, and it was a gift from God. For a serious season of our marriage, we couldn't even have a child. So we had this baby. I found myself uh, living a life where I felt like I was playing catch-up. So in my 18, 19s, and 20s, I was traveling the world speaking while other people were at college doing the whole college life. That's right. So then I kept so I catch myself 27, 28, 29, and now I want to be the college guy, but I'm supposed to be the married guy. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have that backward season, and I end up finding all the traps of life. I was chasing money, making money, but in the course of it, my money was exposing my lack of character. And it ended up leading me into a place where I tell a story about me walking into a strip club and the first stripper I see was a girl that was a part of my youth ministry five years before. <laughs> tell me what I'm supposed to do be. I'm not laughing at you. Oh, I'm laughing because Lakia put her head down. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, don't put your head down. The story is better, right? I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I, so I think that I see her, but she doesn't see me. Lo and behold, she sees me. Wow. I walk straight from the table, straight back outside. The next day I get a call from the past. What happens when the preacher finds his way to the strip club? <laughs> and what happens when the stripper knows the preacher? Well, that that sounds like a setup for a commercial on Jerry Springer. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I could have went on Jerry and I could have really went off. But guess what? So we have a conversation. To this day, I'm in great. He's a great friend of mine. He's a great friend of mine. And the same token is he had to let me go. And he had to let me go, and I understood why, because, because he was serious about the call. And at the season of the life, I was in my Jonah experience. I'm hanging outside of Wales, and, and, and he had to let me go, so I found my way. One of the things that I can say about myself is I'm going to bounce back real quick. I'm going to go down, but I'm coming back. I like so that. I found my way into the, into the car business, and, and I became, had a successful career in the car business and ended up allowing that cracking period to do what it needed to do, and that was to crack me. Wow. Because I focused so much on my charisma and never focused on my character, wow. and I had to become real with me. So I realized at that stage of my life is that People weren't looking for perfection. People were looking for a person that was going to be authentic. And so that's where all that started, though. So I'll kind of stop there for. Well, I was going to ask about that because you said something about that cracking season. 
and what that looked like. If somebody was were talking to men, if somebody finds themselves in that season, um, what are some like surefire ways, some some foul proof, foolproof things that you know can get them on a path of coming out of that? And we know that the first one is self-assessment. Yeah, so if I can hear you correctly, because there was a little bit of static here, but if I heard you correctly, you're really saying if somebody found themselves on the path, what do they need to do? Is that to right? To get off, yes, yeah, to get back on the right path, absolutely. You know, the first thing is, is I've been I've been walking around, and is the first thing is just to realize that you got to own your dirt. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, everybody has dirt. But when it comes to our own dirt, we like to talk about other people's dirt. So too many times we focus on somebody else's dirt, but don't want to look at our own dirt. Uh. So one of the first things I had to do is just realize that if it's true, it's true. Wow. Some stuff you can't run from, hide from, some stuff you can't talk your way out of, some stuff you just got to just deal with. Uh, and okay. So I just had to own my dirt, right? I had to own my dirt and say, this is where you are right now. Second thing I had to do after some owning my dirt is I had to realize that it's the dirt that is going to be the very tool that's going to be used to relate to and help people when I come out of this dirt. Wow. So, so I really, I really, I had to get to the point where I said, and this is just scripture being fulfilled. We all have sin. So no matter what people know, what people don't know, this is just the reality of it. So I started to accept the dirt. I started to understand that I was a seed that needed not to be removed from dirt, but to be planted in the midst of my dirt. Wow. So so my my life became a planting instead of a removing. I love that. So I that. planted myself. Yeah, yeah, I had to plant myself in it. I had to plant myself in it. And you know what I'd really start doing? And, and that was not listen to the press clippings of the people that didn't know about the dirt. Wow. But I had to tell myself the truth about the dirt. And that really was just saying, what well, I had to be humble. I had right. to let humility set in where pride wanted to win, right? And, and, and so it's tough when you do that because... For so long, I was living for the approval and the applause of people. Mm -hmm. And we know how the church can be sometimes, and we just know how people can be sometimes. Right. See, people can be where they love you when they don't know about you. Oh. But, but who's going to be there when they know the real deal? Wow. Yeah, that's and so, so, so I had to start showcasing the real deal and letting the phony leave my life and letting the reality and the real one stay in my life. I love that. We're going to talk more about that. Um, man, you said a lot. And, and I'm glad that you talked about dealing with the dirt because so many people just want to cover it up. They do. And they don't want to be planted in it. Yeah, they're not trying to be planted. You are listening to With the X's and Fishbowl Radio Network.
this is Yanni Juan Watson, host of The Vibe on Fishbowl Radio Network. Come catch the show every Thursday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time in the Red Stream. Tune in for the best chill-out music and conversations with creative minds and interesting people. So jump in and catch The Vibe. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com Back in my day, we advertised like men. Get up on the rooftop and use what we call lung power. Come and get it! Nowadays, they got what's called the internet. It goes worldwide. And on this internet is what's called fishbowlradio.com, a network of over 100 personality-driven radio shows. Now that's a lot of lung power. Sounds like a good way to get the word out about your business. Call them, 817-633-4880, and jump in. Hi, my name is Jamie with the Washington Agency of AIL. Are you a competitor with the determination of greatness? Well, the Washington Agency is looking for candidates like you to join our team. Please call 682-888-2879 and schedule you for an interview. Let's see if you have what it takes to be great. Who is little Jason Hernandez? Jason was a smiley one-year-old when he was diagnosed with cancer. At the age of four, he lost his battle, but won our hearts. His father, Luis Hernandez, has kept his smile alive with the Jason's Dream Foundation, which helps families going through the same thing and who are truly in need of our financial support. Join us Sunday, June 30th at Gas Monkey Live, located at 10110 Technology Boulevard in East Dallas next to Studio Movie Grill from 12 to 5 p.m. for the 7th Annual Little Fighters Benefit Custom Auto Show and Lowrider Hop Exhibition. This event is free and only $25 to register your show car. Registration for your car is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Prizes will be awarded and this family-friendly event will have live music, a live remote broadcast by Fishbowl Radio Network, prizes, and more. 100% of the proceeds benefits the Jason's Dream Foundation. For Info call 469-358-3248 or go to jasonsdream.org. Everyone, this is Tony Rose from With the Exes. I would like to take this time to say thanks to all of our sponsors and listeners of the show. In appreciation of your loyalty, we will work harder to provide more policy topics and yes for your listening pleasures because as you know, that's somebody's reality. year, make your corporate event, holiday party, or birthday magical with the Magic Mirror Photo Experience. Your guests will love it and be talking about it for days. Plus, they'll even get to walk away with their own unique red carpet picture. It's fun, unique, and gives your occasion that special touch that your guests will appreciate. The Magic Mirror. Find us on Facebook to book now. Search Mirror Image Rentals. That's Mirror Image Rental. Let the magic begin. It's your girl, Jazzy Joe Lee from that Web Chapel. And right now, you rocking with Fishbowl Radio Network. Listen to With the Exes, Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheexes.com.
back to with the exes i'm stony rose i'm looking you more and we are on with our guest for the evening coach Derek butts you can find out more about him at www.assisttowin.com that's assist the number two win.com Derek, you still there I'm still here. Great. We are coming back with a listener question slash comment for you. Okay, so one All of right. our list one of our listeners was talking about um, how we teach men to heal past wounds. How do we? Mm. Or just talking about I guess what are the steps to yeah. teach men how to Yes. Or how and how important is that? Oh, yeah. In a man's life. So I think of things, that's a great question, number one. So I, there's three words that I feel like are dominating our space today, and that's leadership, empowerment, and transformation. And when you think of these three words, leadership, you kind of still deem to the man. You think empowerment, that's the woman. Transformation is almost getting that space of both. Mm -hmm. And when I think about this, the first thing is, is the healing of a man is very important because there's a nation inside of a man wow. and from the just the order of how god's creation is there's certain things that would not have taken place if eve would have ate the apple versus if adam would have ate the apple so from a responsibility and a dominion standpoint there's still some things that from a spiritual background happen when it happens to a man so I believe in the healing of, of a man heals his generation, it heals his family, it heals, his, it heals those that are connected to him. Mm. So the first thing, though, comes is, is we have to redefine what manhood is. Mm, and yes. the locker room, the, the things that we have deemed as what makes a boy a man, we have to reset the targets to those. Mm. And that's just natural, not even just spiritual. We just have to do that because what people are living up to ultimately is what hurts them privately and it wow. ends up affecting them publicly. Whoa. So speak to that. See, one of the first encounters sexually I had even as a boy was supposed to be deemed as something that um, boy would say is like a notch in his belt mm. but it scarred me to the place that privately I was scarred but publicly I couldn't show any signs of it wow wow okay so more men are hurting than their face shows more men are are aching than their words show and it's until we Create a space that it's okay to tap into every bit of your emotion and you don't have to put on, you know, we use this term all the time, man up. Yes. When, when we hear that, that, we hear man up, that normally makes a man think, don't be weak. Don't show you that side of your emotion. Stay strong. When truth be told, I'd like to say spirituality is vulnerability. Wow, it's not yes. me showcasing my rights. It's me showcasing my weakness so that you can help me through it. That's, that's true. Good. That's true. That's true spirituality to me. And so we got to create a space where a man can be honest with the things that have impacted him and that are affecting him 
in order for real healing to occur. That is so good. You know, Derek, um, a listener also said, how do we get men to express their emotions in a healthy manner? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is, is, is number one, men have to, the men that go through the transformation have to use their lives as an open book. So I promised I myself it. as I was climbing out of what I was in that with this, that I would, I would be transparent, I would be vulnerable, and I would tell the real story. I wouldn't the tell the story. one that people needed to hear in order to book me on a stage. Uh. I would tell the one that was needed to hear in order for the man to say, it's okay now for me to tell mine. Wow. So when we talk this way, we free somebody from a place of perfection and we free them to the place that you can still have it going on in the midst of your dirt. I keep going back to this dirt. Wow. See, I was at a major conference with Lisa Nichols just recently and I gave every person in the audience a bag of dirt. And the reason for it is because I wanted everyone to know that no matter if your dirt size is different, you still have dirt. We took, we took a selfie and, and I had them send the selfie back to themselves. And the word that I told them to write was because of what I've been through. Wow. See, because of what I've been through gives me the platform to speak this way. Wow. Not not because of my content that I learned at John Maxwell, not because of the way Lisa Nichols is teaching me how to talk, but it's because of the trials that I went through that really are the, the key that unlocks the door for a man to get free. That is so, key. So, that is key. You know, Derek, there are so right. many people who can speak eloquently. Yeah. But if you're not touching anybody or changing yes, anybody, does it matter Mm-mm. that your right. speech is right. eloquent? If I was taking right. notes, it's like I, I'm trying to remember all this because you've said oh so many gosh. things. I'm about to flip I would to my third page. Paper. Right. I would run out of paper. You have said so much. And you did come back to the dirt because I definitely wanted to finish with that. You talked about identifying the dirt and then dealing with the dirt. And falling because in love with planted. the dirt. I'm falling in love you. with the dirt. Girl, are you writing these Whoa. points down? I, I, okay. Uh, falling in love with the dirt. Falling in love with it. Because let me tell you something. Your dirt's what distinguishes you. It's your differentiator. The dirt is your is your is your way back to your audience. Your dirt is the bus opening up and people getting on your bus. See, it's the dirt. Because when you talk about your dirt. It gives somebody hope. That's that's what my dirt does. It gives them hope to know that what I've been holding on privately, I can really see. There's a difference between a scar and a scab, right? One, if you touch it, it still bleeds. The other, if you touch it, it's just a reminder of where I've been. See, when you're really healed, you can talk about all the stuff. See, I can talk about it all. See, because I'm healed. Now, I get when you're going through, you need to put on a Band-Aid because you're still going through some of your story. See, when I tell my story, my story, it protects the people, but it teaches a lesson. See, Say that again. It protects the people. Okay. It protects the... So notice that in the course of my story, for me, I have an ex-wife that, that, that didn't do wrong in the midst of it. So 
I protect the person of the story, the people in the story, right. but yeah. I can still teach the, the lesson of the story. Yes. See, oh, a lot of good. people want to talk about the excuses of their story. Uh. Oh, it was because. And if this wouldn't happen, and this wouldn't happen. See, I could take the same lesson and start talking just to a generation or to a race. Uh. One of the reasons why we're in what we're in is because we won't just accept the story. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, another uh, listener wants to know how often do men really admit they need healing? Well, not enough. That, my <laughs> answer one, was about to enough. be not enough. <laughs> not enough. Right, not enough. Yeah. So, you know, why? I, I just spoke at a men's. Okay, so great question. So, I'm going to answer that why. I spoke at a men's conference Saturday, and it was all men. So the why is a lot because that we need to be reprogrammed and rewired. Okay. Yes. And again, it goes back to the definition. Some of it is in, we didn't have an example of, but that only goes so far. Okay. And I, I like to say that it only goes so far because at some point you just got to just say it is what it is. Right. And yeah. there's enough, somebody, there's enough people out here for us to learn. It. Right. And you so, can do better. Grow. Yeah. Yeah, you can do better. So I think the, 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 the main why, though, is, is we think that it's going to keep us from the very places that we want to go to and want to move to. Dang, so this is good. If, if I tell you about my problems, then maybe I'm not qualified for the job. Wow. And so... I'm going to hold that in because I want my money and because wow. I, I think money's what I need. I'm, if I, if I tell you about the affairs, it's going to, it's going to hurt the people here. But if I don't, wow. then I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep, I'm going to hurt more people anyway. So wow. again, we haven't, we haven't created that safe place where it's a non-judgmental place when people right. do it. Go, go to a women's conference and y'all will sit next to each other and talk about, girl, let me tell you. Right. Go to a men's conference and I'm going to look at you and see what type of Jordans you got on. Right. What, what, what kind of keys you got. So we're so focused on the status Extra, of success right, that we yeah. have not got to the person of success. And so we don't sustain what, what, what we go out and create. Wow, this is so good. Cause what I'm what I'm hearing, like my takeaway to summarize the whole show, because there are like too many takeaways. I have like twenty takeaways. Right. So if I summarize them, Three I days. just I put we hide because we don't want our truth to hold us back. Mm. When mm -hmm. your truth That's good. and yeah. our honesty will actually propel you forward. Absolutely, it will. That's why earlier yeah. today I was like, no, I'm not gonna say we good because you want me to say you good. I mean, we all right. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying anything any particularly bad or wrong is going right. on. The job, the vibe is just off to me, yeah. and I I should be able to say the vibe is off. And you know, I guess it also the truth will not only set you free, but it will set others free Absolutely. as well. Yes, because right. Right. I think if we if we will just talk. Mm -hmm. I think we can not only heal us, but heal so many others. Yes. Because they're yeah. looking at us like, well, if you're perfect, I can't be myself around you. But if you only knew 
the mask yes like if we would take off the mask if we would just admit Mm -hmm. that we do have the dirt one caller even said uh we're talking about somebody else's dirt and we have mud Hmm. So somebody <laughs> else it. have dirt and you have mud. Your stuff worse, but you always want to talk about somebody else's stuff, right? Because you're not looking in the right. mirror. What I say last week, it ain't none of my business, right? It ain't none of my business, right? And that's how oh, that's we live our lives. But in actuality, I think we have a responsibility to we be do. honest. We have a responsibility to be honest. Yeah, I think that's a good way to use stewardship in a new way. That's good. Yeah. Stewardship should come with you meeting your own personal internal obligations to your brothers and your sisters. I agree with that. Like I shouldn't hold up a mirror and show you what's in your nose. Right. When something is in mine. Right. And I would know it was in mine if I had held it up to my face first. (laughs) That's good. That is good. I mean, that's, that's, that's good. That's yeah. good. We don't you know, do right. Well, I'll say I'll say this that for men, the thing we have to do, we have to provide, and and unfortunately we have to start here, and that's we have to provide some Nicodemus experiences. Mm. So if we remember, Nicodemus came to him at night. Yes. So, so most men need to start off in private. Mm. Wow. And I like that. If we can create some some backdoor channels, some some places where their 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 names not going to be known. Right. Some anonymous sections, some you know old school call in numbers where you're not going to know my name, but I'm just going to tell you what I need to tell you and get it off my chest. Yeah. And, and I say this because I talked to a guy from Italy from Instagram on Saturday morning before the men's conference, and he and he struggled to tell me his story. And wow. as he was telling me, I was sitting here just listening. We was over Zoom. And he was like, you're going to judge me. I know you are. And I, and I was just waiting. And then as soon as he finished, I said, first of all, I got to tell you this. First of all, thank you. Second of all, man, welcome to the club. Right. I've been there. Right. Mm. <laughs> because, and you should have saw his face when wow. I told him There's that I've been freedom. there. Because wow. once again, he sees Derek on it on Instagram, right. on his videos. He right. sees Derek with his company. He sees right. Derek there. Right. But once I said, man, I've been there, he could breathe. Right. Yeah. Because I'm not the only one. And, and we he's don't not the only one. Right. And I've been who there. he looks up to has already been there. That's good. And now so, he trusts you. So, oh, come on now. Yeah, he trusts so now you the now. Gate, he, and so here's the biggest thing I want to tell people right here. And I want to say this to the men, to the women, to the people. And that is. If you walked across on grace, don't burn the bridge. Ooh. <laughs> say don't that burn again. the bridge. Because grace was the same thing that caused you to be able to walk across. And when we get across, we like to burn the bridge. It reminds you of Karate Kid. Remember when they, he removed that thing because he said, you ain't going to leave here. We're going to fight this thing out. Well, that's what we got to get to. We got to get to the side of dealing with your dirt and then throw away every exit to go back to your default. Wow. Wow. Just deal with it. Yeah, deal with it. Pass the and, lesson And watch this. On. Watch this. Watch this. And it ain't as bad as you think it is no, when you it's start not dealing so with it. true. And that is true. I can tell you that from experience. Yeah, it's like once you 
make your peace with whatever is in your bag, mm, mm. it's really not all that serious anymore. It's really not. Right. And at that point, right. you can even start taking stuff out yeah. of your bag because you're no longer carrying. I don't have to carry that, and it I'm not your going load. to allow yeah. anybody else to pick it up and remind me and try to put it back in the bag. Right. Like that right. ain't happening. We'll fight right. first. Right. I've never had a fight in my right. 46 years, but uh, we'll fight for that reason. Yeah. I don't have to carry that. And I'm not going to allow you to put your stuff in my bag either. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. That's good. This has all been good. I have one caller that said you have to grow in truth. You do. That is so mm, true. That's good. Because everyone that's right. tells the truth when they are ready. So you have that's to right. grow into that. But I just wish more men would be ready. Yeah, but I also think that even if you start to tell it before you're ready, you grow in the telling of the truth i believe that too yeah because the the when jesus was at the wedding he turned water into wine but we didn't see the process of it turning to wine we just know it we happened. just know when they poured it in the glass it was wine so if you start something mm -hmm. it'll end up being what you want it to be absolutely i like that that's good Okay, just start it. So again, you guys can find out more about Derek Butts. You can reach him at assist to the number two win.com. And we're going to hear a little bit more from you after the break. You are listening to With the Exes at Fishbowl Radio Network. Is 
back to With the Exes. I'm Stony Rose. I'm LaKenya Moore. And joining us for Father May I is Coach Derek Butts. We are going to wrap up this final segment with Coach Derek with another listener comment. And then I want yes. you to tell us about the book that's Okay, so All right. a, listener, a listener said another thing is we can use the dirt to plant some flowers or a vegetable garden. Dirt is not always bad. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's that, good. That, that's really the that's that ultimate place we want to get to when you think about the dirt, right? Yes. It's a fertilizer for something to grow in. Oh, fertilizer. And so that's why I say you fall in love with the dirt mm -hmm. because the very mess becomes your message. The very mm -hmm. pain becomes your platform. And so when we fall in love with the dirt, our, our newfound perspective on the, what we've been through causes us, us to move something that was a, a stopping point. <clears throat> you put a comma instead of a period. But did y'all hear that? He said your pain becomes your platform. Girl, I wrote that. Where are we sitting? On the platform. In a darn studio at the darn radio station. Reaching darn potentially three million people around Absolutely. the world. Around the world. And the thing is people want your platform. Oh, but they don't but they don't want your pain. They they don't they didn't want to be in fetal position. In the corner. We just gonna let this we just <laughs> They didn't want to be at the therapist. Right. Right. They just want to be on the stage. They just want the glory. Okay, carry on, coach. Derek uh, is also coaching <laughs> me, though, because he's coaching me as I prepare for this book launch that I'm going to share Love about it. later on after the, Love the it. show. But I wanted him to close up this session. I appreciate you. We appreciate you for being here. Very much. Know, we have zero male perspective. Right. On any topics right let's just put that out there so I appreciate you for stepping in God had you because the original person was mr. man up I'll just let that stay there God had you because maybe we're supposed to be doing something different in this season right maybe we're supposed to be unmanning Mm. And dealing with that boy child mm. And then redefining what manhood looks like That's So that good. we can have a platform for that pain Look at me sounding yeah. like a coach Yeah uh -uh. Stoney don't need to coach nobody You doing good Stoney don't need to coach no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all funny Y'all good so, No I mean this is Like I said this is, good. this is awesome I love it <laughs> I am enjoying the book so i want you to talk to the people who haven't you know as the editor i get to read the books before they come out and i right. love it but then i have to keep my mouth closed right. about it that, I, that's got to be hard <laughs> yeah so you tell yeah so you tell what you want the readers to get because i'll i'll blow the whole story yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well so I, I appreciate y'all even giving me the opportunity to, to talk about it so you know the book is really it's, it's, I came up with the concept a year and a half ago called the DGCP Method for Winners, and that's Dream, Growth, Change, Push. And it's my secret sauce, my magic formula, whatever you want to call it, on helping anybody transform from anything that they want. So, of course, my company's name is Assist You to Win. I don't define what a win is for you. You do. We just mm -hmm. provide principles to get there. Mm. So in the book... I just totally just tell my story and I tell the story from different stages. So I talk about some of the dream places of my life where I had to learn, you know, I talked about the courage of Las Vegas where 
going to Las Vegas during the Super Bowl and the lessons that I learned every single year by being there. Then I talk about being different than my default, where you, you, you've been away all your life, but you know you're supposed to be a different way. And what do you do in that in-between season? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I talk about how to really, you know, move from when you start seeing results. How do you grow? So it's a book of just me being vulnerable about my life where you're going to catch principles as I tell stories. It's an easy read. It's for you to get to know me and understand that you don't have to be perfect to get there and to free yourself so that you can be yourself. And in being yourself, you find out this very thing. And that is, there's something that you're going to birth. And I always say this, my infamous statement is you build what you birth, you drop what you adopt. And so I like to help people find what it is that they're supposed to birth so that they don't have to be a copy. They can be an original because we have adopted too many other people's things and you can only keep what you adopt for a certain period of time, wow. right? And so, right. That's good. so that's what I tell, right? You know, my daughter, when she was born, she could do no wrong. When my son, when my brother's baby was born, if he was drooling, I would hand him back to his to his dad. <laughs> wow. Because that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't yours. And, wow. and, and that's what we do with, with our dreams. With When it's your dream, you're willing to fight for it, go through mm. it, endure it. And all those things. But when it's somebody else's, I'm only going to do it when it's convenient. Because wow. it's still, unless it's paying me or if it's convenient, I'm good. But That's the true. moment that I have an opportunity to let it go, oh, man, you can have that thing back. And so I help people to just discover and design the life they love so we can stop living the life we dread. Wow. That is good in a nutshell. Derek, I have. In a nutshell. I have a college student listening, and he said, decoding, destructing, and devaluing manhood. Yeah, I I wanted to respond to that and say, write it, and then my screen switched. (laughs) So, listener, write it. Write it, listener. Reach out to Coach Derek at assistyoutowin.com with the number two. Uh, Derek, a listener wants to know the name of your book one more time, please. So the name of the book will be called The DGCP Method for Winners. The DGCP Method for Winners. Okay. Got it. Do you have a release date? Yeah, we're going to release it. So I'm having a conference called Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. So that's in September 7th. So our release date will be right there, September 7th area. Perfect. We're going to release it during that time. Uh, So that Wednesday, that's. You know, everything I do is on the winning theme, so it's going to be released there. You know, we're, we're helping people have a Wednesday every day. That's what we do. So Like that. We're going to have to get Good. you in the studio with the book. Please. Um, have yeah, you ever thought to. about um, prison ministries? You said that's a question? Have you ever thought about that? Like for men, like reaching those who have made mistakes to maybe try to get them to turn things around? Yeah, so last year I had the privilege of going down to Beaumont with my my uncle's a pastor in Beaumont, and he has a church called Harvest for Lost Souls, and they do a lot with people when they're in that that transitional period. Mm -hmm. So we held a conference for men, and we really shared where 
who shared with men that were coming out of prison. Mm. So I have yet to actually go into the prison. Okay. We have done some things with people once they come out because that's the work I like to do. And mm. that is, you know, I say it all the time, until you have a mind shift, you don't want to have a mindset. And too many people have had mindsets over things without having a mind shift. Wow. So I like to have that mind shift factor where we really get in, reprogram the mind, shift it so that we're not thinking the same way we've been thinking because that's normally where people's mindsets are. Because if you have a mindset, you ultimately have a mind that's stuck and your mind that's stuck has a life that sucks. And I, wow. know I, can, I can't say it no other prettier way, right? But That was that <laughs> good. Sometimes we don't need to say it pretty. Mind that sucks. <laughs> right, that's right. good. So I like, I like the idea of, of prison ministry. I, so for me, I like the idea of, again, I use my voice where I'm accepted, where I'm asked to go to, just like tonight. When Shondell reached out and said, hey, will you jump on? We're going to talk about, you know, Father May I. I'm thinking, okay, I'm a father, so wherever you guys go with this conversation, I know I got something to say. Because guess what? It's easy for me to talk because I'm an open book. I'm just telling my story. You know what I mean? You don't have to edit your life to speak about it. I love that. I like that. Correct. And you are the father of a son and a daughter. And so they're I have, both. So I'm, 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 yeah, I have three kids. Okay, three. So I've met so two I'm, of the oh, three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I have, I have one biological child, and I always tell it anytime you're a step, you step in and step up. And I have two Ooh, boys that I was like able it. to step into their life and now step up in their life. And so we have three all together now. And uh, yeah, you know, I got a it chance to tough. go back at life again. And, and even through the, the through marriage, and I always tell people is that, you know, if you stay present and active in your kid's life, regardless if you're there or not, you know, do the right thing. You know, yesterday was Father's Day. One of the things that the boys will always tell you, I, 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 I challenged them in the midst of all them telling me Happy Father's Day, just call your dad. Right. So, you, you know, when we when we sow the right seeds, you get the right harvest. And so mm. our job is to step in. But when it's all said and done, kids only have one mom, one dad. Yeah. You know, we get to we get to be an example. We get to be a role model. We get to be an inspiration. And they may even get to a place where they call you dad. Right. The same token is, is, you know, kids need to honor their father and mother. Right. And through life and our choices they get to have and i always tell them you get to just have other people to love you today because of the choices that me and mom made so you know that's our approach to it and uh hey we get better every day we're not perfect at all we still work through these things and hey we're we're living a real world with the real decisions that we've made right i love that real life real choices real people do you talk about your other marriage in your book so I tell, I got two more, so I haven't finished, so I got four more chapters to write. So I tell a couple stories about it, right? I tell, mm-hmm. So I, 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 again, because of the principle that I try to honor and uh, operate on, I try to my best to protect the people. Mm-hmm. So because I don't really tell the, 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 my previous marriage a lot just because, you know, I don't want to ever bring anything to her that she doesn't need to have. Right. So I don't tell that story. Right. Now I do tell... I do tell, and I got one story to tell that I haven't told. So, Shondell, you're gonna you'll be on the lookout for this. Okay. That I tell, I tell before we got married, you know, and I'll give you a little precursor to it. I tell, you want to talk, tell the start, start story about the stripper, but then I got another story about 
the the other lady before I get married. So yeah, I tell wow. that story there. Yeah, now we've been okay, married yeah, now for nine years, so I can, I can tell that story because <laughs> you know it's, it's years ago right now. It's years ago, but I, and I, I just feel that you got to tell it because too many people are in it. They're living it. You know, right. here, even in the church, the, reality the, the, the divorce rate in the church is sixty plus percent. But we don't talk about it in the church. We, we still are to. talking from this perspective of perfection. Like, right. I get what an ideal setting is, but we're talking to people that are walking in and they're saying, this is where I am. How come nobody's talking to me based on where I am? You're talking to me based on what I should have done. Right. Wow. So I like to tell that story, right? I like to tell those kind of stories. Again, open book just who i but am that's so. good true now this book is not a relationship book it's more of a no. it's a coaching book Self-help. it's relational and yeah. he talks about relationships throughout it but they're not just uh, romantic there are professional relationships he talks about when he played baseball and the relationship with the coach and he talks about his son who plays baseball and just the lessons that are learned throughout life in general right. so it's a book that's motivational like if you're a leader like this is a book for if you. you if your life is going somewhere or you're trying to get your life to move and progress to a different level it's one of those types of books like it. yeah mm-hmm. that's good i'm i don't i want to say something but i don't want to say anything about that last comment he made i'm trying to keep my mind i'm the smiley face with the zipper across yes. my mouth right now yes because i just feel like when it comes to our relationships what he said about you walking to the church and let's say you're in a 20% marriage, yeah. but you looking at people who want you to believe they're in 80% marriages. Right. And they don't have time for you because if they really got close to you, you would find out that they're really in a 10% marriage and you're right. a little bit better off than they are. Right, or maybe five. <laughs> so there, there is a level of transparency that needs to take place I believe in public because right. we are good for telling people well, this is what's really going on over here in the corner right. but then we go right back out into the middle of the room right. and act like nothing happened right. it's like which one are you right. like like are you wounded right. and broken or do you have it all together you can't be both right not today right. on Sunday right. right right but I even had um, uh, several people that um even on the the Facebook post, I had several people that even text me because they didn't want to comment on the post. So even some people aren't even ready to be transparent even about your stuff. Right. Okay. So I guess we just have to take people very slow. We're getting the fingers across you the do. screen. Yes, we are. Yeah. You so, do. So you telling me we yeah. have four minutes to wrap up this section of four <laughs> yeah. minutes before we go off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I, 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 all right, y'all. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No, hey, I appreciate time, you for joining anytime. us. I, I, Thank I, you. And we are definitely going to have you back. We have to. In studio. Yeah, in studio with book in hand. I would love it. I would love it because then I can see y'all's face and stuff because right now I'm standing on the outside of Saltgrass in Waco, Texas. So I can't see nothing. So, okay. yeah, I would love to do that. And uh, we'll have a good time. How can people reach out to you other than the website? What's your social media? Yeah, so social media, everything's assist you to win. A-S-S-I-S-T, the letter U, the number two, W-I-N. So I'm on Facebook, got a Facebook page, assist you to win. Uh, Instagram, assist you to win. Uh, that's, that's really the best way to reach out to me. Derek B at assistyoutowin.com. Uh, that's how you get to me. 
all my coaching sites, assistyoutowincoaching.com. That's how you get to me. Hey, okay. reach out to me. It's, it's real simple. Derek Butt, B-U-T-T-S. Please don't forget the S. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, y'all. Have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Thank you. That was good. That was so. That was amazing. Okay, so as I'm in, so keep going, keep going. That was wonderful. That that's gonna be a nice recap to watch that. Um, before I get my mic turned off on purpose, <laughs> right? Here, I guess I need to you share. You be in trouble. Yeah, next week we will have a surprise in studio guest, so I'm excited about I that. I am too. But you guys are in for a treat because second time around is now on Amazon. Yes. You can download the ebook for pre-sales well actually that's not a pre-sale it is like live right now you can get the book for two dollars and 97 cents now through june 28th because on my birthday full price it will be four dollars and 97 cents that's the ebook wow yeah so i'm excited about that this Absolutely. has been a process i'm still waiting for the paperback version to be approved on amazon Nice. But the launch is still scheduled for the 29th. Hashtag lemonade launch party. That is good stuff, girl. Bittersweet. I you take the good, you take the bad. Absolutely. You take them both and there you have. Okay. And the, but at the end of the day, you all, you drinking. <laughs> lemonade is lemonade. I don't yes. care how you got it. We're not dehydrated no more. I love mm -hmm. it. No more. <laughs> this has been a wonderful show. Uh, thank you for the listeners <laughs> for listening. <laughs> You are listening to With the X's at Fishbowl Radio Network. Do you want this or you not want this? And right. I love, I, I use the matrix in the counseling session all the time. You want the red pill, the green pill. Right. And people need to have an option. Like, right. don't let me get into this and then find out that you about a Cracker Jacks. And I don't like the that's game that's inside problem. of it. We, we talk problem. about that too. Yeah. This and more with The X's, Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Fishbowl Radio Network.
I'm doing. Getting money, what we doing? Hitting money. They doing hating on us, but they never cross. Cash money, still a company. We said a thousand. I'm Stony Rose. I'm Lakinya Moore. And we are the Relationship Realists, and this is the safe place to start the hard conversations. Now, for all the fellas out there, I wish that you guys would find your safe place to have your conversations. Not that we're not open to it in here, it's just that we want you to actually get some help. Yeah. We can listen. Yeah. That might be a little helpful. Yeah. But you need a Helps coach me. Derek in your life. Yeah. To actually make some progress. I would agree. So, as far as this project, you guys go out there. Go to withexes.com. You can pre-order the book itself, which is on sale for $9.97. This week through the 28th, on the 29th, the paperback will be um, $14.97. So, you get a deal on that as well. And I'm being asked to read a chapter. I was looking for a short one. So while I'm scrolling through, I can tell you guys at least what the book is about and how it came about. So it's one of those things where you don't realize that while you're creating stuff, well, while you're going through stuff, you're creating it. Yeah. And so this is one of those processes where I guess the dirt became a flower bed mm -hmm. and turned into a story. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to read. This is chapter three. It's a really short chapter because I wanted people to be able to just jump in and mm -hmm. grab it. Again, the name of the book is Second Time Around. And it really does put you in the mindset of if I had these same choices to make, would I make them all over again mm -hmm. with everything and every person that's in my life collected? And it's mm -hmm. not one of those easy answers because if you've got to think about kids and grand right. grandkids and right. it's like okay what would that really look like if right. that was undone right so the main character is kendall and she is a doctor that's all y'all get mm. so kendall arrived at dfw airport in 35 minutes flat she spotted jason immediately standing outside of the airport terminal and pulled up to the curb rolling the front passenger window down you look like my kind of guy going anywhere special Jason raised his aviator shades with one hand and lowered them with the same. Not really, but what do you have in mind? My wife's not here yet. I may have a little more time to spare. Kendall bit her bottom lip. She knew Jason loved it when she toyed with him. Honey, what I have in mind is going to take a lot longer than a little while. I'm not interested in little in any fashion, shape, or form. Jason grinned. Pop the trunk. 
Kendall looked down and pushed the button to open the hatch. She'd driven her SRX because she had the nerve of a hormone-crazed schoolgirl. Get in. I'll drive now, she stated with a wink. Jason shook his head and closed the door, still smiling. When he leaned over to kiss his wife, she raised her hand. I don't do kisses. Save that for the missus. Kendall, you're too much, Jason laughed aloud and buckled his seatbelt. But you love me, right? Who wouldn't love their woman, girlfriend, wife, and mistress all rolled into one? And you still look good after three babies. Oh, so you still think I'm hot, she affirmed. Hot is an understatement. Gently accelerating, Kendall slowly increased her speed as she drove through the airport exit headed towards Highway 360 South. She had one stop to make and Jason would melt in her arms. Joe Pool Lake. After driving the 20 minutes there, Kendall played their favorite playlist over the speakers. Conveniently, she prepared this impromptu fling while driving to pick Jason up. Though few and far between, truth be told, this was one of the few ways the couple maintained. After the children started coming, it seemed for a season everything else started going. Less time, less energy, less money, and less sex in that exact order. When they'd read in a parenting magazine that kids are the cause of many marital problems, sometimes even divorce, that's when she decided they'd either succeed or succumb, and failure was not an option. Kendall took the FM 1382 Beltline Road exit from I-20 East and drove until she turned into the lake's entrance near the walking trail. It was fairly new, so it was usually fairly isolated. Having finished their walks or jogs, a few people were leaving while others were arriving. This place was one of the best-kept secrets in the suburban south area of Dallas-Fort Worth. Nicely tucked away in Cedar Hill, she found out about it from a co-worker who took 5, 5 a.m. walks in the area. Kendall's favorite spot was the landing, so she parked the crossover and automatically let down the tinted windows. She'd been careful to call Terry and let her, know the kids, let her and the kids know she was with Daddy for some quiet time this Friday evening before she'd reached the airport, and they would be home with dinner in tow. Having found ways to pull it all back together again after returning to work, she'd also found ways to free her inner flirt, her inner takeout orderer, and her inner whatever else needed to be released in order to enjoy moments like this one. So, you brought me here to think? And I'll end it right there. Because I could do this all night. Like, <laughs> So hopefully that was entertaining. Oh, wait till I get my book. <laughs> okay, yeah, because you're, you're a listener slash reader. Yes. How was that? Yeah, I'm open, good. honest feedback. I'm open. I'm open that to it. That was good. You was just that saying, don't fine. say that because you like me now. No. Okay. That was good. And I have so many questions, but I know I can't ask them. Yeah, you're going to have to read the book. Oh, my god. So, anybody gosh. else out there, we have just a little more time if you have a question. Uh, no, I'm talking about real questions. Oh, real, real questions. Yeah. Oh, because those places, yeah, if you're in this area... <laughs> You know those places. Yeah. Or you pass those places. Whew. You have listened to With the Exes <laughs> on Fishbowl Radio Network. Same time next week. Yeah. With an in-studio guest. Yes. Go to withtheexes.com to order your copy or Amazon.com to download your ebook. <laughs> Why is he looking at us like that? <laughs>
two with the X's. Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on Fishbowl Radio Network. Find out more at www.withtheX's.com. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of With the X's, where we're serious about getting the right people in the right relationships or getting people right in the relationships they're in. Child, don't commit to crazy. Get yourself together and leave crazy on the floor. Up next is Terrence Buck. You're listening to With the X's on Fish. And let me be the one you want Buy into temptation Seize the chance to change your mind Promises I'll make you Words pouring from my mouth like wine this feeling hold my hand and hold me tight let your heart accept me see I love looking in my eyes oh vows to stay forever take a chance to leave a
Hey, yo, it's PC the Epic. This your girl, Liz, boo. <laughs> Cortez with a K. Hey, and this is Push Radio. Hey, we putting it down for the DFW area. Hey, we got your best Christian hip-hop artist right here. Your local news. putting it down for all the community current events. So watch y'all go ahead and tune in at FBR.us from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. every Saturday. Don't forget. And don't miss it. Hey, it's going to be epic. Hey, 